Hey guys, I'm Ashley. And I'm Ben. And on this episode of Let's Go to the Movies, we discuss Mute. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Cue that music. In a world infested with box office bullies and misguided moviegoers, one woman and one man must save humanity from overly critical movie reviews and people who can't form their own opinions. Their mission to discuss cinematic gold and cinematic bronze in only one hour, or sometimes a little less, maybe even a little bit more. Now, join our heroes as they take you on their journey through movies they have never seen before. Sit down, buckle up, and prepare your ear holes for... Let's go to the movies with Ben and Ashley. Hey guys, this is us post-mute trailer... Netflix sci-fi original. And, uh, no, we are not dead. Um, we took a bit of a hiatus without really telling anybody, so for those of you who care, we apologize. Yes. Um, we've been super busy doing what, Ben? Um, yeah, we have another podcast, um, that is called Bitch Beer, and it is a podcast celebrating women in beer, beer culture, and just, you know what? Being fucking exclusive. Inclusive. Excuse me. Being inclusive. The <laughs> yeah. opposite of exclusive. Wrong, wrong word choice. Yep. Being inclusive. Um, there's a lot of really badass women in beer and we wanted to celebrate them. Yes. Um, so I, I co-host this podcast with my friend Caroline King. Um, and Ben is the sound designer. So all the cool, sweet shit you hear him do with this. He does everything for uh, that podcast as well. Um you don't really get to hear his sweet I don't talk voice, on that one because I'm I'm a dude and that's kind of not the point. <laughs> true, true. Not to say that we wouldn't interview men in the future, but yeah, I guess I guess for now as we're like getting our, our speed going. Um, but yeah, it's it's available now. We just released our second episode two days ago um, and you should subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes. Again, it's called Bitch Beer um, and we are... Currently, this little section, this 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 set of episodes, we are interviewing women in the Atlanta beer industry, and it, it was a really cool experience, and as people are getting to hear it, we're getting some really cool feedback, um, and uh, if you guys like us, I think you guys would like Bitch Beer, so yeah, check it out. Um, the SoundCloud link and the link to our website, bitchbeerpodcast.com, will be in the description box for this episode. Absolutely, but that's not what we're here for. We're here to see Hunky. Alexander Skoshgord as a non-speaking individual. <laughs> or so we think. Do how dude, okay. First of all, never heard of this fucking movie. Nope. Also, I I have not heard of a tenth of the shit that Netflix is producing. I mean, they currently. come out with something new every day. Um they probably fucking shot some of this here. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, it is uh Alexander Skoshgord, Paul Rudd, Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Thoreau. Thoreau. Justin Trudeau is the fucking prime, Justin the prime Thoreau. rib of Canada, baby. Look the at that piece of meat. Rib of um, <laughs> uh, that hunky motherfucker. Um, eh? Anyway, Thoreau. this looks fucking great. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it, it, visually. It's now, very story, Blade Runner-y. Visually. Yeah. It looks awesome. I am so confused. Yeah. I have, it's a two minute trailer. We couldn't get anything shorter. But I don't think it would have mattered because I am so lost after watching this. So, the, Alexander works at a, seems like a very high-end bar. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and he does not speak ever. And as is typical in, in mute characters, um, people think that they're shy or that they're choosing to not speak that they could if they wanted. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case for him. Um, but his he stands up for a fellow bartender. Um, and I don't know if you noticed. Of course you didn't. I don't know why I thought you did. Uh, one, one of the guys that he beats up is Mickey from Doctor Who. Who I haven't seen in anything else. Oh, uh, um, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a Whovian. But um, I'm I'm not really either. I just know some stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you like, you like David Tennant. Yeah. And that's that. Pretty. Season. That's pretty much it. Yeah. No, that's not true. Anyway, who cares? It's better We're than not nothing. dissecting my love for Doctor Who. Um, oh, that's the, we changed the whole podcast. Is what we're doing now. <laughs> Damn it! Put yourself um, in that situation. He um uh uh so 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 the the fellow bartender like confronts him afterwards and expresses that she is in love with him and so they pursue a relationship um but he's very secretive he like doesn't want her to record him or anything um and yeah there seems to be something really like secretive about this guy yeah and so the hotel owners it seems want paul rudd and justin thoreau to like investigate him is that his name yes now i feel like we're doing like thoreau justin thoreau um to look into him and uh like see what his deal is it seems um and then there were lots of flashes of them doing experiments on him them screaming at him and him not answering we'll see i visually it's pretty freaking cool yeah i feel like i'm listening to you describe a trailer i never watched because uh, besides the visuals none of that story came across me now granted for some reason could have just been like looking at all the blues and greens on screen and not paying attention. To I mean, did I did you did you get something different than what I no, got? I, was just, I mean, I'm just messing around. Essentially, that's what I got. But it was just it was very very cutty and like I just didn't I didn't pick up on a lot of story. It just kind of seems like he has a weird past. Whatever, something's catching up to him. Um, excuse me, or I or he did something that doesn't get shown or gets shown so quickly that I missed it. She, he's like defending her. She. I feel like she's like not who she says that she is. I don't know. I mean, that th- that's all I got, and that's just like me also probably inferring a lot that's probably not real. So, but, so are do you think you'll like this? Um, now I did say that I was excited about this earlier, and I am mostly for the way that it looks. It looks cool. Um, I like sci-fi shit. Uh, I like Alexander Skarsgård. I, I like Paul Rudd. I that's I don't like his facial hair, but that's fine. It, it is a little weird, weird on him. but also kind of makes him creepy. It's Anchorman though, too. Yeah. Well, it's like Anchorman meets like uh Kurt Russell s- in Hateful Eight. Okay, that's probably better. But I was gonna say, but it kind of gives me like a skeezy like like one of the shitty like random characters you get in like the Big Lebowski, where like you just get like that's that like scumbag side of LA but like future LA I don't know where the hell this is but like um yeah I'm excited for aspects of the movie I am not holding out for this to be quote-unquote good cinema okay I don't know why but I'm just like it could just be the trailer I'm not getting like immediate like good story vibes based off of it now this is coming to us as a recommendation um someone has has asked us to watch this kind of right yeah it was my mom she's been on this podcast twice people know who she is oh, your mom told us to watch this you See, forgot 
I thought it was our friend Mark. Um, no. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, Mark. Oh, uh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, you guys will be hearing from Mark in the future. Just keep an ear out for some dude named Mark. He's a rad guy. I think you'll know him immediately when you hear, oh, that's a rad sounding guy. That's probably Mark. Yeah, that's <laughs> You're Mark. So stupid. Um, but yeah, okay, that's what that's what it was. It was your mom. Yeah. So hey, Kelly. I'm if I don't, this I, sucks, it's your fault. It's your fault. I don't have high hopes. I mean, I like I said, I love those two actors. Yeah, I don't know. Iffy. The visuals look great though. Yeah, I so this is gonna be super interesting for me because I'm currently binging Big Little Lies um, with Sir Skarsgård, um, and he could not be a more different character. Um, Because the guy can act. No, well, duh. (laughs) But what I'm saying is like, I'm I'm doing I'm like I'm binging the show right now, so it's it's interesting to see like very close together, kind of this guy's dynamic range because yeah, they could not be more polar opposite. You know, this character yeah. seems very, like, quiet and reserved and, you know, vulnerable, whereas his character in Big Little Lies, I don't know that I've hated a character more than I've hated this person. Um, you should watch it. Everybody told me to, and I thought, nah, and then it hooked me, and then the, here I am telling you to watch it. It's really good. Yeah, man. She's been binging that, and I've been binging with Babish. Andrew Ray, what's up? I love you. <laughs> yeah, because he's going to hear this. He's never going to hear this, but I... I, I fucking love Pigeon with Babish. All right. Well, this isn't a podcast where we just list all the things that we love. Oh, man. Um, but last thing, I saw who directed this, Duncan Jones, and I was like, why does that name look so familiar? Um, so he also co-wrote this. He also co-wrote and directed the Warcraft movie. Yeah, yeah. I um, saw that pop up. It said from the creators of oh, something and Warcraft. totally missed that. Moon? Moon, I don't know. Moon if that's is what his it claim said. to fame. He won like a couple BAFTAs for it. Sam Rockwell was like the lead. In I thought you said Clem de Femme, and I was like, "The fuck is that?" Claim to fame. Clem the Clem de Femme. It's <laughs> your drag name, Ben Clem de Femme. <laughs> oh, anyway, it. anyway, um, yeah, that's David Bowie's son. What the fuck? Duncan Jones is David Jones, David Bowie's son. Uh, and Angie, okay. that Angie bitch that we saw on Big Brother, that's his mom. No, sorry for calling your mom a bitch. I just realized because he's gonna hear it. Yeah, Who ouch, sick bird. Thing? I don't know. No one. This is going to the ether. No one will ever hear it. No, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, he did just kind of roast his mom. I didn't. I'm sorry. He's, you know what? Sentiment retracted. Yeah, I know you. I know you didn't mean it. Anyway, it's it's David Bowie's son. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's cool. I mean, I'm not. I mean, gonna, I'm learning, not going to take that into consideration. That this was for written, how this is, per, you know, the course. end product here. But that is not cool his father. But like the fact that it's co-written and directed by a Brit also kind of explains some things too, especially like Mickey from Doctor Who being in there and like a lot of like European sounding characters. Um, yeah, I don't know where. I'm curious to see where this is supposed to take place. Like, what the world is here that they're building, because I didn't, I didn't. I mean, unless I just missed it. Like I said, I probably missed most of the information that's in this trailer. But like, I didn't get an immediate like sense of like this is, you know, New York in the future or whatever. I'm so burpy. We gotta end this right now. We gotta watch this movie so I can start burping. Okay, I gotta take him to the hospital. He has chronic burping. All right. Well, guys, we're gonna go. Uh, he's, we're gonna... It's what we call Robert Durst syndrome. Oh, Jesus. All right, guys, we're out. We're going to go watch this movie now. Bye.
Hey guys, this is us post. Get it? I'm mute. Oh no. <laughs> oh man, I thought you forgot, but your eyes were committed, so. I psyched you out, girl. A little bit. This is us post mute. What's up? I'm not going to continue being mute. That's, okay, a, that's a bad you. choice. Um, okay. What'd you think? I don't really know. I thought this movie was bunk ass. I just said bunk ass to some... Okay, that's hilarious. Thank you for using my phrasing. It's good phrasing. You thought this was bunk ass. Like, totally. <sighs> Talk it out. We're going to have two episodes in a row with slightly differing opinions. Okay. With that being said, parts of this movie are totally bunk ass. There... I saw glimpses of what I think this movie was trying to be. Mm-hmm. I saw glimpses of heart. I saw glimpses of what I wanted this movie to be. But for the most part, I don't think it knew what it was. I think it had so much potential in the universe and in like the individual characters, but didn't really know what to do with them. So rather than allow them to behave as like normal human beings, um, instead it was sort of more about their aesthetic and like how cool and interesting their character could be. But like on a personal level, they never really behaved as real people. You'd start to try and like learn who they were and figure it out. And the second you thought, oh, they're this kind of person... They would completely change and not in the sense of like, oh, I thought I knew who this person was and now they've shown me that they were lying to me. No, changing in the sense of nobody really had any committed direction. It was sort of like whatever was cool and badass in the moment. Okay. Um, And I was so over the last 30 minutes. Like, like, oh my God. God, I would to the point of being annoyed was over the last 30 minutes of this movie. Yep, we're right back at the other movie. Completely differing opinion. The only part of this movie I gave a fuck about was the last 30 minutes of this movie. This that's the only part of the movie that I felt had heart. That was the movie this should have been. Because that was for me, that movie that the end of this movie was genuinely like like heart rate heart wrenching. All the shit that happened with those characters, that was the only time that I cared about anyone was the end of this for me. I liked the I liked the environment, the world that was created. I thought it was cool. I thought like some of those like some of the design of this world was very interesting and how it was like kind of like a mix between old and new. The stoves, the apartments, some of the cars, like they all had like old aesthetic, you know, but like a new technology. That was kind of cool. I liked some of the costuming. It was interesting. They took chances on stuff. I just found I found like most of the movie to be pretty aimless mm-hmm. outside of what Leo was trying to accomplish, which was essentially just getting back his girlfriend, but I didn't have enough stake in their relationship to merit his like insane journey of beating the shit out of people, tracking down like dudes through like whorehouses and like it was like it it was like really extreme i didn't feel like their relationship was strong enough it wasn't developed strongly enough in the beginning they didn't show me why they were so connected to like merit all that but with that being said the last part of the movie nonetheless really affected me like it made me very like sad and upset 
And also, I will say this. I do think Alexander Skarsgård did like a ridiculously he good did. job. He did a great job. Um, Paul Rudd did a really fucking good job in this movie. With what he had, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just did a phenomenal job being a character. Regardless of how deep the character was, wasn't his bad. I think the biggest fault with this movie, ultimately, was just a poor a poor script. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I got I gotta I gotta flip that on you. I think the last 30 minutes is the only part I liked. Here's where I disagree. Um because I I while I do feel like it had the most direction out of the rest of the movie, it was a little like self-indulgent, if that makes sense. So so Duck decides to tell um Leo, Leo where Bill is. Right, because he's mad at him. Yep. So Leo finds him and kills him, mm-hmm. right? He finds his girlfriend dead, which, by the way, the manner in which it happened with no kind of like follow up or anything really pissed me off. That what do you mean? this character wasn't given a chance to really be a character. She just kind of served as like a waffish vessel for these men to like have purpose. Uh, I, I'm not viewing into the sex thing or the gender thing. I just think it's it's just a bad script. Again, it's a again, weak again. Th- well, there not only is her character weak, their relationship is like thin fucking ice. Right, and so like, what I'm saying that's instead of issue. working harder to like make her an interesting character and like give her purpose, we literally see her for the first five minutes, and then he puts her in a bag and like shit talks her to her face till she suffocates. Like what the fuck? What the fuck is any of that? Well, it's like, the thing. Their backstory, I don't understand. Here's the thing. Here's the question. She's like, you don't know who I am. Who are you? Right. What? I didn't, I never followed like the, I never followed like the sex worker, like seedy underbelly story that was so half-assed enough to, to like paint me a picture of why she was so bad I don't understand that. And then, like, you try to take... I don't understand, like, what happened? Did she try to take her daughter? She... Uh, like, without what? Bill saying it to her as she's fucking dying in this bag, we had no information to show that that's what she intended to do at all. And that's the issue. And to be honest, that, like, the thing is, that was actually one of the issues, one of the things that affected me. I thought it was a really fucking sad way for her to die. Like, that made me really upset. That's so fucking gross and just, like, disgusting. Of course. So, like, that still, nonetheless, I think it's because, like, Paul Rudd did such a good job of being, like, a creepy fuck. Um, while also being very endearing, because it's fucking Paul Rudd. Um, that, like, that actually did upset me. But, like, it was, like you said, it's it wasn't earned. None of those choices were earned because they weren't, those characters weren't built to begin with. They were, like, hobbled together with, like, sticks and mud. Like, there was no structure. There was no sturdiness to that story at all. I don't understand why he felt the need to kill her. I didn't get that. I don't get why she liked Leo so much, or I don't understand why Leo was, like, obsessed with her. It didn't, like, I understand, dude, the dude can't speak, but why does that make him... Endearing. No, well, why does it make him, like, infatuated with this girl? And if there is a reason, just show us. Make me give a shit more about their relationship besides the fact that, like, he's an endearing guy on screen. So, oh, I want them to, like, I want them to stay together. Like, yeah. it, 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 the, the, it was never enough. Yeah, it wasn't built up. And that's what I'm saying is, like, it, it seemed like 
they th- thought that it was, or this Duncan Jones guy, like, thought this idea was so cool that he didn't, like, think to make fully-fledged characters that we'd actually give yeah. a shit about. And it sucks because the idea is cool. The world is, for me personally, as a sci-fi world, it is fucking cool. And there were scenes in this that were really cool. And I liked a lot of, like, the action stuff that happened. We'll talk about the one thing that you pointed out to me in the middle of it. Um, But, like, there were some cool things, like him driving the car poorly because he's, like, he was Amish. And, like, some of that stuff with, like, the technology failure um, and, and, like, the little bits of, like, um, interesting world lore, like, with the guy outside of the the drone meal delivery service who has like the contacts in or whatever, who can like see all the shit like, and him helping him like say out the numbers. Like that's really cool shit. I, I honestly feel like in order to make this worth a damn, this should have been a mini series where the first episode and a half, if not first two were like a lot of inc- like incorporating like a lot of like Leo and, um, Shit, a weird name. Nadira? No, no. Naughty. Nadira, I think. I think it was Nadira. Oh, Jesus. I could look at IMDb, but I'm lazy. Um, It could have been like an episode and a half or two episodes, really, of like sprinkling in some kind of stuff, some new stuff that's happening, but also really showing their relationship, like blossoming and like what they mean to each other, then going into this. I think this would make actually a pretty badass, like six, seven episode miniseries. Right. But. There was just, I, none of this developed enough for me so to care. So many half-ass plot lines. Yeah, Why did Duck have to be a pedophile? I don't know. Why, what the fuck was with, um, uh, what's his name? The guy who played the Hobbit. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. The Irish lad. What the, f- Kieran? No, Kieran. So the D. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Dominic. Yeah. Moynihan? Dom- Dominic Mann. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Jesus. We really should pull up IMDb. Um, but yes, that that character, what, like, that was really weird and fucking bizarre, but kind of interesting. Like, there but was it never just, went anywhere. No, that, this, there were a ton of- That Luba of, character didn't need to happen. No, but I liked that character. But, that's but what, what I'm did saying, it lead though, to? I don't give a shit. Like yeah. I don't give a shit how cool you think this movie is, how cool you think it looks, how interesting. Oh, look at the costumes. Oh, look at the funny accents or whatever. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like nobody did anything in this movie to make me give a shit about yeah. these characters. And that's what's so annoying is like I kept seeing wasted potential. Yeah. And then falling back into like really stupid lazy tropes yeah so what pissed me off so much about the last 30 minutes is duck essentially knowing he's leading bill to his grave shows up is genuinely upset about finding bill dead then decides he's not going to help him then sort of implies that he's going to do some funny stuff to his daughter yeah that, that kidnaps yeah. it kidnaps her finds leo kicks him in the face takes him into his lab virtu- like ultimately leaving naughty stranded we never see naughty again right nothing happens to her body so like what the fuck was the point of him dragging her out of there and then 
him like doing all this grotesque stuff to his like new throat, like shoving his thumb in there and shit. And like trying to turn on the voice box like thing, saying yeah. to him like you're you're gonna apologize well why do you want him to apologize if you wanted to save him you could have saved him bill yeah. but you didn't so why are you punishing leo for this when you didn't save him in the first place yeah and then he takes him in the car and essentially is just like torturing him the entire time until he decides he's gonna throw him off and then the only thing that connects in this entire damn movie is Leo, like, working against his fear of the water because of his accident. Yeah. And, like, ultimately killing this duck guy. But it's like, that's the kind of death that the main villain of the whole t- entire movie who's been antagonizing you the whole movie deserves. Not this one guy you've been interacting with for ten minutes. Like, no- nothing was deserved. Yeah. And it just... It, so I guess... I guess, Well, hold on. I guess, like, what I'm going to say is, like, okay, I didn't like this movie. Like, what I said, I think a lot of this movie is pretty bunk-ass. But I, I'm going to... I just want to just... So I don't keep harping on this point. I do want to say, though, like, the last 30 minutes are easily the best directed. It's easily the most, I guess, thought-provoking part. It's the only part where I really gave a shit because I saw... Because at the base of it, the characters mean certain things. Duck's a fucked up guy who probably wants to do really gross fucking harm to um, Josie or whatever. Um, and Leo and Leo is a ultimately a good person who is going to save her. That's the like end that I cared so about. So make but that that's a it. fucking short film. Like don't. No, but I don't think that. But then then that's nothing though. That's just gross for the sake of thing. being weird felt like a student film. I don't think it's felt like a student film. Look at the production. This was fucking beautiful. I'm not talking about the production. That's what I'm saying. That's all anybody can talk about or comment on is the production. So like, it was just shit. It wasn't a student film. It was just shitty writing. That's what I'm... But 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 that's what I'm saying, though, is it's, it's a student film in the sense of some twerp with a camera thinks that they have a cool idea for something and they're more focused on the visuals and what it looks like and making you go, whoa, and like coming up with these really cool characters, but actually not making them any more than a poster, essentially, like not giving them any depth at all. And well, yeah, I'd say it's more akin to like less than a student film. It's more akin to just like a Michael Bay movie. It's just like a visual spectacle. The aggregate on Rotten Tomatoes, it, this has a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And it's essentially what they're saying is while this is visually stunning, the plot is muddled and, and muddled as hell. And the title is actually how this movie should be watched. Hey, yeah. Silent film. Just, just, just view the spectacle. Yeah, because that's all it seemed like anybody put no, any stock yeah, into. W- w- which sucks because the actors did a good job with what they had. I'll be honest. I think I think Paul Rudd and Alexander Skarsgård and fucking Justin Thoreau. Like I think they did a good job. But exa- with exactly, what they though, were given. What the, that's what a good actor does. Exactly. Just make the most out of what you're given. You can only act what's written down, right? Yeah. But, but and Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, his name. thank you. Um, Monaghan. I saw. I said Moynihan, but it's Monaghan. Yeah, um, think of Bobby Moynihan. Yes, but the, the who would have been awesome in this? <laughs> the writer didn't connect any of the dots. Who was it the writer? Li- was it him? It was, was it? Duncan Jones. 
they didn't connect any of the dots. Literally, it was like three different movies were happening and none of them had anything to do with each other. Uh, yeah. And also, can we please talk about the one point you brought up in this that like really, really, really frustrated me? Who in the fuck was the fight director for this shit? I don't even think it was the fight director. Who the fuck was in charge of positioning that camera? Because they literally positioned it in the worst place. The only way it could have been worse was to put it on the opposite side so that I could actually see that the hit, the, the the hands weren't hitting the face. Yeah. It, I mean, you could see that Alexander Skarsgård was like five feet away from these dudes' faces when he was hitting them. Oh, yeah. It was, and, and, and uh, on top, which sucks because on top of that, the sound design did not sell that at all. There were some really janky sound choices in this, man. There were some, like, door hits, like, with the wooden th- pole that he made. That he, like, his, like, little John Wick rampage that he went on. Like, he would hit the door and it'd be, like, it was, like, the sound of, like, a cutoff. It was, like, and just, like, stopped. It was, like, not smooth. The, f- the hits didn't have any impact on him. I mean... Granted, with this being said, we're not listening through like a huge stereo, you know, or a huge, you know, audio system where we have like a big ass sub, but just none of it, it, none of the fight stuff sold the camera work, the sound work, not saying the actors didn't do their part, but some of that shit looked real bad. But then you had that really fucking gnarly thing where, where Leo shoves his fuck that fucking knife through Bill's throat, and that was like totally brutal, dude. Yeah, that sold. And then Bill like just gargling at the end and like blinking to say yes and no, like that was fucking crazy. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough, and that was part of. That's when I started going, "Oh, this movie means business." Yeah, the but last no. fucking yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but the, that scene meant business. And then I How again, the I thought the end was you know so, was was emotional. How in the hell was this movie two fucking hours? Again, the length is sucky because they should have done a lot more with the length. But but I I'm I will stand by this fucking strongly that this would make a really cool like six episode miniseries. And it would be every episode would be like an hour to an hour and a half. And it would be very in-depth with more character work. There'd be more interconnection between characters. Characters would mean more. You'd need more substance there. But the but the world that's there is fucking worthy of having a really cool plot with some depth and some richness to it. And not this like this this is a this is a shitty chicken stock that's been sitting on the pot for like 45 minutes that hasn't been seasoned. You chuck in some noodles and you call it chicken noodle soup. There's like there's no there's no body to it. There's nothing there. There's nothing developed. There's no flavor. There's no richness. There's no umami. I need the umami. <laughs> and so I need like six fucking episodes or like an hour and something that are really rich and flesh out this world. Well, with this and with a series, it would force the creators to be more specific because yeah. they're only given a limited amount of time to tell a story in a specific like moment, right? Yeah, you got to block. You really have to make that block count, but you know that you got five, you know you got five other blocks and you have to tie them all together and make that one big pot of soup. You know? Yeah. I really didn't like this movie. I, 
Yeah, I didn't like it either. I do. I will stand by. It deserves that 14%. All that 14% is going to go directly to the visuals, but also give those actors some credit because they, they at least made this watchable for me. If it had been lesser actors, this episode would never have happened. We would have stopped watching this and watched something different because it was, it would have been that that bad well i'm not kidding you there were many times in this movie i had to like force myself to continue watching like there were many times it never got that bad if it wasn't for this like doing this and making this a thing i would have stopped damn i was engaged enough at the visuals and the acting acting (laughs) yeah maybe it is acting for this kind of thing well yeah mixing acting and doctoring yeah doctoring that's what i was thinking (laughs) yeah yeah, I, mean, like, I, I mean, don't want this to just be a segment of just like ho hum. Like, oh man, down, if the movie's down, bad down, though, dude, like, I got nothing else, man. man. I, it's really disappointing because, like you say, like it has a lot of potential, but this should have been either like a visual novel, like with could have been a cool graphic novel, like, but again, you would have there would have been more body even to that. I feel like. Just so way way too many characters that didn't do anything like Mm -hmm. giving characters like really strong, like negative character traits and then doing nothing with that. And (laughs) oh, I'm sorry. I'm allergic to shitty movies. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. Bless you. Mm -hmm. Um. It just, yeah, I, You're I'm disappointed. really, I'm really annoyed. You look hurt. To be honest, I see a pain in your eyes. I mean, I feel like my time's been wasted for sure, but I'm just annoyed by this because this guy also like put in a a, a like re- a big reference to his first movie that we talked about, Moon. Oh, we did. The, yeah, that thing where Alexander Skarsgård stops in the street and is looking at the TV, and it's Sam Rockwell, and it's entirely all the characters are Sam Rockwell in a courtroom. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's from his first... Sam Rockwell was the lead in his first movie. I don't know Wait, what... Wait, that movie's not called... It's called Moon. And I don't know what that movie's even what? about, but he essentially shared, like, oh, yeah, this is... Th- th- that little segment serves as the epilogue to that movie, and that apparently this movie is a spiritual sequel to Moon, and he plans on doing a third one, so that they're going to be their own trilogy I where they take place like in the same universe. I've seen this movie. I don't know. I haven't. But oh, you did. You fucked that up, dude. You want us? You want, are you tar? Is is that other movie well received? I don't know. I mean, it won a BAFTA. I'm. 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 I'm gonna. Uh, not that not that Rotten Tomatoes really means anything. It's it's all art. It's subjective to an extent. Because, um, like, honestly, if this is, like, a well-received movie, then, like, he just did, like, a massive disservice to this film. It's a goddamn 89. Oops. Yeah, and so, like, I'm and again, what I'm saying is, like, student film. Like, you have a, you have a successful movie... So you get lazy and make this this other movie that you're like claiming is a spiritual successor, but it kind of feels really forced. Yeah, including forcing. Also, student and, films can be good though, dude. I know, but coming. Why from don't you a, just say like shitty film? Because 
I met so many fucking douchebags in college who thought that they were hot shit because they had a cool idea and they didn't want to put any energy behind it. They just thought because they were cool and they knew a lot about so, film. But those are the douchebags. That's, but that's that, but what I'm saying is student film in the sense of just like immaturity and thinking that like and thinking that like cool visuals is going to sell something alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I understand. I understand what you're saying. I just wanted to let anybody, if you're a student listening, you can make a good movie. Just don't I'm be not a, at all saying that. Don't be a... Saw was a student film, man. Yeah, exactly. You just, you just put effort in, you know? And we all make shitty things sometimes, you know? We all... And those who aren't immediately heading a project, we can all work on things that we're not necessarily the most stoked about. Trust me, you've worked on a lot of things and I'm not, you know, super behind the project. But it's a job at the end of the day. Speaking of those who did their job... Cinematographer did his job. Actors did their job. I guess in there's con- some fourteen percent of this movie is redeemable. In conclusion, for me, I think what I'm meaning when I keep saying like student film and stuff is like I could almost feel like the director knew how cool this was. Yeah, that makes there's sense. It's almost like yeah, man, like ooh, woo, wasn't that cool? And it's like. You thought the new Blade Runner was cool? Watch this. Oh, and and, and that was, I mean, he he says it. Blade Runner was like the only inspiration for this movie. Yeah, which is actually interesting because he was, he's able to make something that was not, it wasn't Blade Runner. I can see that it was inspired by it, but like he made his own world that was cool. It honestly, man, it's like, this is going to be a really funny one to compare it to. It's as if they made... Oh, man, this is going to be so funny. It's so polarizing because I know so many people fucking hate this movie. I personally, when I saw it when I was younger, and I haven't seen it since, so my 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 memories are still good. I absolutely loved it when I saw it. It's almost as if this was, like, if, if James Cameron didn't quite flesh out Pandora and made Avatar just really shitty without any substance... The world of, of the, uh, that is Avatar, Pandora, that planet, the world is so rich and interesting that, like, the kind of, like, recycled plot idea, which was everybody's biggest fucking problem with it, they were like, it's just the cowboys and Indians, like, or whatever the fuck people would say. It's just, like, every other takeover in the, uh, you know, in history. The world was so fleshed out, it was really badass. Duncan Jones made a really cool world. It wasn't fleshed out. Therefore, it wasn't badass, and you didn't earn what happened in the film. Yeah, one million percent yeah. agree. Dude. Un- disappointing. But we went into this thinking, eh. Or at least I went into this thinking, eh. I don't remember what you said I exactly. I had more high hopes than you did, I think. Okay. Well, we were both disappointed. Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah, but you know what? Until next time, go watch a different movie. A better movie. Roll credits.